This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody. It's time for the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull. And on today's show, we're talking Trey Lance. We're talking the Cardinals making a bunch of trades. What's going on there? Shohei Otani hurt. What does that mean for him in free agency? And Steven Strasburg set to retire. All of that and more on today's edition of the Bullpen with Adam. The Bull- I can't even say my name. I can't even say my name. Maybe what happened there was my dog barged into the my studio, and it kind of threw me off, and then I couldn't say my name. So let's try that again. It's the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by... Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. All right. So the Trey Lance situation is a fascinating one. We were talking about this uh, locally here on our Cleveland show, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, and and some of the guys were saying, w- had the thought that, well, you know, the Browns have been crushed for the Deshaun Watson trade. Why haven't the Niners been crushed for the Trey Lance trade? And the truth is, it's not a good comparison. First of all, the shot, the Browns have been crushed for the Sean Watson trade for one reason to this point because of the off the field stuff. The, nobody would have if, if Deshaun Watson had not been in trouble off the field, nobody would be crushing the Browns for that trade. In fact, they, they probably would have had to give up more to get him. Uh, now, if he ends up not being good because he didn't play well last year, well, that, that's a different story. But for now, the only reason he's being crushed or the Browns are being crushed because of the off-the-field stuff, even though there's a lot of teams that would have made the same trade. A lot. Uh, number two, the Niners have continued to win, even with that bad trade. But all that being said, now they haven't won a Super Bowl. They got to the NFC Championship game. Maybe they have a find in Brock Purdy, who was the last player picked in the draft in 2022. I hate that term, Mr. Irrelevant. It's so stupid. I don't know who started that. Whoever started that is an idiot. I'm not going to call him that. So, but... But uh, he was the last pick in the 2022 draft. Uh, but they've continued to win. If you win, you're not going to get crushed as much. However, the reality is that the Niners are getting ripped plenty for that trade. And ultimately, if they don't win a Super Bowl and don't find a solution to quarterback, they'll be criticized even more. The Trey Lance trade didn't make a lot of sense to me at the time. The Niners were giving the benefit of the doubt because they're a smart organization. They're a well-run organization. They're a winning organization. But it didn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. I, I don't I don't trust quarterbacks that have only played one year, been one-year starters in college. I said the same thing about Mitch Trubisky when everybody got hyped up about him. I was not a believer at all, and he's turned into a complete bust. And now Trey Lance, the same thing. Now, in fairness to Trey Lance, what's, a, what's fascinating about this is this situation in particular, compared to a lot of the other bust quarterbacks, is Trey Lance has not really played that much. He's only started four games in his three years in the league. Now, he hasn't played particularly well in those games, but he's only started four games. He's only thrown 102 passes. It's amazing that you would give up 
and that's not and also it's being miss miss you know everybody's like well they gave three first round picks well you got a first round pick back so you you really gave up two first round picks you gave up two first round picks um and you moved up in the first in the in the for the third one you know you you moved up a few spots so it's really two first round picks but and he's only got an opportunity to throw 102 NFL passes part of that injury again but uh of those 102 passes he's completed under 55% he has five touchdowns and three picks it's not been particularly good but it's not enough to know for sure but here's the thing what have we talked about we talked when i talked last I, I don't know if this was wednesday i talked about this or monday i can't remember now but recently i talked about when you're in the preseason or as as a fan trying to analyze a player on a team you only have a piece of the puzzle right we talked about that earlier in the week or maybe last week. Uh, it's the same thing here. So I could say, well, Trey Lance hasn't been given a fair chance. He's only thrown 102 passes. He's only started four games. And that's probably true. However, the Niners have more puzzle pieces than I do or you do. They see him in practice. They see him in the in the locker room. They see him in the classroom. They see all of that. And what they've seen, clearly they don't like. Because he was... First of all, if they felt like he had a chance to be their starter, they wouldn't have brought in Sam Darnold. As as ter- speaking of of first round pick quarterbacks that are busts, Sam Darnold's a complete bust. He was awful. He's awful. He's been awful wherever he's been. And they brought him in when they already knew that Brock Purdy was likely their starter after the way he played down the stretch. Uh, and, and so once they did that, it did feel like well. You know, maybe they don't have a faith in him and even being potentially the backup. And that's why they brought in a veteran like Sam Darnold, who's now a veteran and might end up being a serviceable backup. It's not a starter. If he is, your team's bad. Same thing with Baker Mayfield. That's why the Buccaneers are going to be bad. Their starter's not good enough. But I want to sidetrack on that. We talked about him on Wednesday. Uh, so the writing was on the wall. And once Sam Darnold beats you out for the backup job, that's a bad sign. So... Now this talk about him getting traded. So we talk about it. They traded two first-round picks to get him. Uh, what are they going to get in return? Nothing or very little. They are going to get very little in return. Maybe a fourth-round pick. Maybe. Maybe a fifth-round pick. If you look around the league and you say, well, what teams might be interested in Trey Lance? I just don't see many. You look at teams that have questionable quarterback situations, unproven starters. And with the Colts, they just drafted Anthony Richardson. The Texans just drafted C.J. Stroud. You'd say, well, 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 what about the Tennessee Titans? Well, they just, they just drafted Will Levis. They drafted Malik Willis last year. Uh, okay, how about the Denver Broncos? Okay, I think that's a possibility. I can't even think of who the Broncos' backup quarterback is right now. I got to look that up. Uh, Jared Stidham. I could see the Broncos being a possibility. Russell Wilson, you know, uh, he didn't look like he had anything left in the tank last year. Now, they all think he's going to bounce back, but I think Denver could make some sense. Arizona yesterday just traded for... um, just traded for Joshua Dobbs, and that was a surprise, by the way. I'll sidebar into that for a minute. 
the Cardinals made made some interesting trades. They I drafted Isaiah Simmons in the first round. They traded him to the Giants for a seventh round pick. Smart move by the Giants uh, because the guy's got some physical talent. And even if he turn, even if he if they can't find any use for him, and even if they cut him, so what? You give him a seventh round pick. But obviously, there's some potential there that led to him being a first round pick to get him for a seventh round pick. It's a smart trade by the Giants. Uh, as for the Cardinals, they just acquired Joshua Dobbs, who who did play a couple games with Tennessee last year. He was with the Browns last year, got cut, went to Tennessee. Browns brought him back. He was going to be the backup. But uh, the Browns have a kid named Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who has played great in, in training camp and played great in the preseason. Now, I, I don't think you can go two bananas about preseason, but apparently the Browns are all in. They believe in Dorian Thompson-Robinson, so he's now the backup in Cleveland, and Joshua Dobbs has been traded to Arizona. Uh, so, you know, they so the Arizona's not going to trade for him. They've got they just traded for Dobbs. They just tra- they have Colt McCoy. They drafted this kid Clayton Toon late pick last uh, this year. And of course, they're committed to a lot of money for Kyler Murray. I don't see it there. Atlanta just drafted Desmond Ritter high last year. I don't see that happening. Uh, Carolina just drafted Bryce Young. The Bears obviously are all in on Justin Fields. The, you know, the Bengals, Cowboys, none of the uh, uh, Browns, none of those teams are going to be interested uh, Dallas maybe is a backup for Dak Prescott. I, I don't see it. Lions have Jared Goff, who played well last year. They brought in Teddy Bridgewater. They drafted Hendon Hooker this year. Uh, could he go to Green Bay to back up Jordan Love? That could be a possibility. That might be a fit for Trey Lance there. So I'll say I'll say the Packers are a team that could make some sense. Uh, Jacksonville doesn't have a legitimate backup. Everywhere he's going to go, he's going to be a backup. I mean, obviously, he has no chance to start. But where where's a path to playing time down the line? Is it with the you know the Rams have Matthew Stafford getting old? You worry about the neck injury. Some people there are high on Stetson Bennett. I'm not one of them. Aiden O'Connell, a rookie, has gotten some hype with the Raiders backing up Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that's a possibility there. The Vikings have no legitimate backup. Kirk Cousins is getting old. Maybe New England. I don't know. You know, if Bill Belichick would be interested. They don't have any interesting quarterbacks. Mac Jones isn't any good. Um, now, Giants have Tyrod Taylor as their backup. I don't think the Giants are going to go down that road. Certainly not the Jets. Certainly not the Eagles. Uh, not the Steelers. Uh, Seattle. This place could make some sense. Geno had a nice year. They re-signed him, but their backup's Drew Locke. He's nothing. I think Seattle could make some sense. And, of course, Tampa Bay. Now they're going with Baker Mayfield, but they have a, as bad a quarterback situation as any team in the league. So that's a possibility, too. I, I think uh, Tampa, Seattle, New England, Minnesota, maybe the Raiders, uh, maybe the Chargers. They don't really have a good backup situation there. Maybe Jacksonville. I think there are some teams that could be interested. Green Bay. Now, I don't know if any of these teams are actually interested. I, I've mentioned a bunch, but he's not shown enough that anybody's going to be excited. Again, he's not. He is not uh, bringing back a lot in return. Atlanta and Buffalo were two other situations with pretty ugly. Uh, Atlantic brought in Taylor Heineke as their backup. He's fine as a backup. I just you wonder if Trey Lance is ever going to get a real chance. It's fascinating. I uh, mentioned the Cardinal trades. The uh, the, the um, Isaiah Simmons trade was for a seventh-round pick. The Browns traded Joshua Dobbs to the Cardinals along with a seventh-round pick for a fifth-round pick next year. 
It's a good trade. If the Browns believe in Dorian Thompson Robinson, which they obviously do, it's a good trade by them. You get a fifth round pick for a guy who's barely played in the league, Joshua Dobbs. Good guy, smart guy, but you know, it's a backup quarterback. If if Deshaun Watson's not good or he gets a long term injury, the Browns are screwed either way. Might as well try the young kid, see what he's got. Wanted to switch gears to baseball for a little bit before we wrap things up. Uh, the Shohei Otani situation is a real bummer. We've never seen the guy in the playoffs because they never put anything around him besides Mike Trout. You thought they had a chance. I love that the Angels were aggressive this year and went for it. Uh, but now Otani's got the this injury, and you wonder, you know, obviously at this point we don't know if he's going to play the rest of the year. We know he's not going to pitch the rest of the year. He's already had a Tommy John surgery. Um, and now he's got a tear of his UCL, the ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow. Um, he's not he he's having second opinions right now, according to Jeff Fletcher of the Orange County Register. May have to have surgery. If he does have Tommy John surgery, it'd be the second time. He would not be able to pitch till, again until 2025, um, which is disappointing. You know, could he just hit? Yeah. Uh, and he's a great hitter, one of the best hitters in baseball. But what makes him otherworldly is that he's great at both. And you wonder how this is, you know, we were talking maybe $600 million, maybe more. Does this knock down his free agency number? Uh, he's going to be 30 years old. Uh, I shouldn't. He'll, he just turned 29 last month, so I shouldn't say that. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, this has got to affect the contract he's going to get. Uh, any team that was willing to go whatever they were willing to go, I, I, I just think knowing that he might not pitch next year, uh, that's going to make a difference in the contract he gets offered. Now, he's still going to get a boatload of money because even if he could just hit the rest of his career, he'd still be one of the best hitters in baseball. <laughs> and that that gets you a lot of money. Uh, so it'll be interesting. I, I, I still think he'll get at least $400 million, if not $500 million. And final note, uh, but, it, but it's a shame because I love watching Otani play both ways. He is the best player in baseball. He's on track to be maybe the greatest player in the history of the game. He'd have to do it for, for longer. Nobody's done this before. Uh, stop with the Babe Ruth nonsense. Uh, for me, I discount anything that happened before the 50s, pretty much. Anything before Jackie Robinson gets discounted for me. And Babe Ruth only spent one year as a both a hitter and pitcher, where, where he did both significantly. There's an impact as both a hitter and pitcher. Only one year. That was it. Otani's already done more than that. There is no comparison for Shohei Otani in the history of the sport. Nothing. No. No no way. It's like being a top 10 uh, offense, uh, like being a top 10 wide receiver and a top 10 cornerback in the same player. It's, it's, it's insanity. Final thing, Steven Strasburg, uh, I don't know that he announced it, but the report is that he's going to retire at the end of the year. Uh, it's another um, disappointing, like a, a pitcher that you just thought was going to be amazing. Now, he did get that big contract. He signed a seven-year, $245 million contract before the 2020 season. 
That contract's been obviously a disaster. He's 35 years old now. Guy was phenomenal when he first came up. It reminds me a little of Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood. Not quite the same, but but, uh, he did win a World Series, obviously. Uh, You remember the year that they backed him off for the playoffs and, you know, and even you know, that's the thing with these with these guys, they they baby them so much. And in a lot of cases, it doesn't really do anything. Um, and Strasburg burst on the scene, kind of like Mark Pryor did, kind of like Gary Wood did, and never could 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 put it all together consistently because he couldn't consistently stay on the field since uh, in the last three years, he's, he's pitched. The last four years, because he didn't hasn't pitched this year. The last four years, he's pitched a total of 31 and a third innings. Only pitched 200 innings twice in his career, 2014, 2019. That's it. And he never won a Cy Young. As great as he was, he never won a Cy Young. He's not a Hall of Famer. He'll end up being a footnote. He's only an All-Star three times. I don't know how he didn't end up being an All-Star in 2019. He finished fifth in the Cy Young and 15th in the MVP, but whatever. Nice career, but obviously should have been better. You look back on it like we do with with Pryor and Wood. All right, thanks to Brian Monzo for producing, as always. Thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, Have a great weekend. We'll do a lot of fantasy stuff next week. Big next week. And a few days leading up to the start of the season. Big draft weekends. The next week and a half, two weeks of fantasy football drafts. It's going to be huge. 13 days to the Thursday night opener. And 16 days to the start of the first football Sunday. Can't wait. Everybody have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.